It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Welcome, everyone. It is Tuesday, September the 5th, and you are tuned in to the national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with Hoshina Thornton. Welcome to our brand new week and a brand new broadcast episode for us here. It is September, and I sure hope you're having a great month so far. We are quickly approaching the end of summer. That's right. Happy belated Labor Day to everyone. Now, do stay with us for the upcoming weeks for more original programming and balanced news talk geared just for you. We have some very unique and engaging content aimed to keep you informed in a very timely manner. Please remember that we will continue to offer high quality and professional news talk in a very busy and congested industry. We recognize that you have many, many options of news talk out there and we certainly appreciate and we're very grateful that you have uh, chosen to tune in to Let's Talk America Radio today, wherever you are. If this happens to be your very first time tuning in to the program, we gladly welcome you with open arms. Do remember that you can listen in again at your convenience. Simply visit ltaradio.com. Again, visit ltaradio.com. We offer podcast episodes at your convenience, okay? We recognize that you're busy, and we certainly want to continue to keep you informed in a very busy time. We present versatile content each and every week. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show is a national award-winning family program offering informative news talk for every single member of your household. Now, regardless of generation, we have grandparents, we have great-grandparents, we have nieces, we have nephews, we have everyone tuned in across the generational gap, and we certainly want you to stay with us. Now, over the past four years, we've presented the exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics out there with the leading experts and celebrity guests available. We will continue to cover those issues that happen to be related to health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, pop culture, and so much more, okay? We want to cover the issues that impact you. Right now, I would kindly ask that you please use the hashtag LTA Radio. Use the hashtag LTA Radio, all caps or lowercase, it does not matter, and let others know that you are tuned in to Quality News Talk right now. If you're listening to my voice live on Tuesday night, use hashtag LTA Radio. If you're listening to the replay podcast, it's a Wednesday morning. Please use hashtag LTA Radio to let others know you are tuned in to Quality News Talk that continues to keep you informed. Connect with us at LTARadio.com. If you don't remember the website, hey, no problem. We're out there on every social media outlet from Snapchat to Pinterest to Google Plus to famous Facebook to Twitter. We're out there. Use hashtag LTA Radio and you will find us. That hashtag is very convenient and it's very easy to remember and it allows us to find you so we can follow back. We love following back. For each Tuesday night, we release a new episode that's aimed to keep you informed, and tonight is no exception. It's Tuesday, so let's get ready to be impressed and informed. Okay, those trending issues are up now. 
First up, are you informed with the latest information on vaccinations and immunizations? Well, we spotlight this important health topic with the one and only Dr. Joyce Nestrick of the American Nurse Practitioners Association. Join us for a timely conversation intended to bring awareness to this critical subject. Now, we will highlight why vaccinations and immunizations are suggested for not just kids, but also adults. We offer balanced news talk here on Let's Talk America Radio, and I ask her about the debate surrounding vaccination and immunization. Okay, she's going to offer her professional medical perspective. This conversation is so informative. Do stay with us. Also, did you know that adolescents and young adults are the primary carriers of menococcal bacteria, but it doesn't always make them sick? And some of their most typical behaviors, such as post-quartered living, sharing drinks and utensils, and kissing, can actually promote the transmission of a menococcal group B disease, also known as MEN-B, which is a type of menococcal disease that includes bacterial meningitis, which can be deadly. Many of us are familiar with that term. Let's get to know the facts tonight with Dr. Richard Chung, Director of Adolescent Medicine at Duke University. This is a very important interview. Also, with summer winding down, there's only one thing on parents' minds, the new school year. Now, what's on the ever-growing list this year? Binders, glue sticks, folders, Ziploc bags, and so much more. Has your child changed schools or constantly dealing with changing schedules? Whether it's kindergarten or senior year in college, gearing up to go back to school is a very big deal. But it is a chance to upgrade your parenting game. Lifestyle expert Kia Malone joins us tonight to talk about the school essentials that every scholar will need. This is right on time for all of our parents, so do listen in. And lastly, Heather Thompson is a celebrated fashion designer, philanthropist, and former cast member of the very successful television show, Real Housewives of New York, okay? Heather has over 20 years under her belt as a successful designer and stylist, working with celebrities such as Sean Diddy Combs, Beyonce Knowles, and Jennifer Lopez. Where Heather joins Let's Talk America Radio tonight to share her shopping cheat sheet and tips to getting the best deals and the coolest items for families this time of year. Stay tuned in for this exclusive interview with the one and only Heather Thompson. Well, remember, here on Let's Talk America Radio, we will continue to deliver versatile news talk that makes a difference in your life. Now, remember to visit LTA Radio at later to listen to any part of this show again. Maybe you have to jump off in the middle of this show or you simply want to listen to an interview again. No worries, because we offer digital media for a busy lifestyle. Again, check out LTARadio.com. Well, you know, we love timely news here and also phenomenal music. And tonight, the music of Gregory. D from Lansing, Michigan will be on with us. So you want to tune in. This is a brand new hit, okay, from this very talented artist. Of course, our signature in the news will air in mere minutes, and that's where we highlight the latest news of the day, and it's been a busy day. There's a lot going on here, okay, uh, domestic and also overseas. We're going to try to narrow that down in a short time frame to keep you informed of all of it. Right now, we kindly ask that you message a friend on your smartphone or on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and let them know that LTA Radio is broadcasting now and for them to jump on for quality news talk that matters. You're tuned in to Let's Talk America Radio. We offer news, talk, and music. Stay with us. Tired of going from store to store wasting gas just to attempt to find the perfect neckwear accessory for the special guy in your life? Well, TNN bow ties and apparel has made it quite simple and convenient with a wide selection of quality and affordable bow ties online. 
you're bound to find the perfect item for any guy in your life with TNN bow ties and apparel. We do offer adorable bow ties for young boys, including infants. Don't waste your time standing in long lines. Shop with TNN bow ties and apparel for exclusive deals. Visit TNBowties.com. Again, that's TNBowties.com, where style meets purpose. Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kevonda, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thorpe. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Welcome back, everyone. Of course, with each episode, we have to acknowledge our national sponsors and partners. Your support means everything. Thank you for sticking with us. Now, if you are a business owner or you are with a great organization, constantly looking for innovative ways to spread your branding, certainly check out Let's Talk America Radio as an option. Shoot us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, email us at admin at ltaradio.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at LTRadio.com. And keep in mind that individual donors also make all the difference. So if you're ever interested in partnering with us, please send us an email as well. Of course, I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge our listeners. You mean everything. Your support truly is priceless. You make this show what it is. And of course, you are tuning in each week. Maybe not always live with the broadcast, but you're going back listening to the replay podcast. And you're also telling family and friends and your colleagues about our programming. We've gotten the feedback. We've got the messages on social media and the emails. Thank you so much for continuing to spread all of our good news here on Let's Talk America Radio. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature in the news. And this is where we highlight the trending news of the day before we get started, because it's been a very busy day already. Okay, I'll let you know that. Do know that Let's Talk America Radio has collaborated with the one and only SCB TV channel 182 on the Charter Network out of the state of Georgia. There we present the televised edition of In the News. So check us out on television if you happen to be in the Georgia area. If you're not in the Georgia area, like a lot of our listeners happen not to be, no worries. Simply visit LTARadio.com. Visit LTARadio.com. Click on the Vimeo link at the bottom of each page on that website and you can view the latest news. All right, stay with us and check it out. Well, everyone, it is now time to present In the News for Tuesday, September the 5th, 2017. In the News, Dangerous Storm Strengthens. Hurricane Irma is being called extremely dangerous as the storm was classified just today as Category 5 with substantial winds of 180 miles per hour, making it the strongest hurricane in the Atlantic in nearly a decade. The hurricane is expected to bombard the Caribbean with dangerous flooding rain and damaging winds. A similar damage could possibly play out along the Gulf or East Coast of the United States this weekend, depending on where Hurricane Irma actually tracks. The storm could possibly hit Florida, Georgia, 
Georgia or South and North Carolinas or head into the eastern Gulf of Mexico. We will continue to keep you posted on this situation. In the news, immigration policy change. Now, just today, the Trump administration announced that it would begin winding down an Obama-era immigration program that aimed to protect undocumented immigrants who were brought into the United States as children. But he did challenge U.S. Congress to preserve it through legislation within the next six months. Now, this morning, Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced the policy change and rescinding the 2012 order that created the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program. Sessions said that the protections provided by President Barack Obama's DACA program were unconstitutional exercises of authority by the executive branch. Now, in a written statement, President Donald Trump insisted uh, that Congress should be responsible for immigration policy and not the executive branch. We will keep you posted as more details emerge on this very significant policy change. And lastly, in the news, a life-saving selfie? That's right. Researchers at the University of Washington are working on a new app that could analyze selfies from your smartphone to detect early signs of pancreatic cancer. Now, pancreatic cancer currently has one of the lowest survival rates among any of the cancers. The new innovative app called Billy Screen uses the smartphone's camera along with a series of algorithms to check for levels of bilirubin in the whites of a person's eyes. Now, this buildup of bilirubin is one of the earliest signs of pancreatic cancer as well as other diseases such as jaundice and hepatitis. Now, an early clinical study of 70 people found correctly identified cases of concern nearly 90% of the time. What are your thoughts about this news story or any of the others? Let me know. Join us on Twitter. The handle there is SS Thornton. Our handle on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. You're going to love us on Twitter if you're a news junkie or you simply like staying informed. Let's Talk America Radio shares breaking news stories 24 hours a day around the clock. So again, join us on Twitter. The handle there is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Well, everyone, in mere minutes, we're putting the spotlight on something that matters, your health. Vaccinations, immunizations, is it still necessary in 2017 for your kids? Or how about yourself? That's right. You may be an adult, maybe late 20s, maybe your late 40s, but should you still be going to the doctor and checking on your immunization schedule? Well, I have a medical expert that has some keen advice for all of us. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. We offer news, talk, and music. Bold Favor Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit boldfavormagazine.com or call 866-611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, everyone. Now it's time for our inspirational corner, and this is when we highlight one motivational statement intended to get you through your week. And tonight's statement is right on time for someone. Perhaps it's you. It says, if you spend the majority of your time thinking about your past, well, when do you have time to move into your future? Again, tonight's inspirational statement says, if you spend the majority of your time thinking about your past, when do you have time to move into your future? 
that statement speaks for itself. You know, we all have a past, right? It may be good to bad or ugly, or maybe it's somewhere in between, right? But hey, you can't dread on your past. You can't keep pondering and overthinking it. Even if there were mistakes made, maybe it was some actions done on your part, or maybe something that was done to you. But we have to find a way somehow to make peace with it all and recognize that the past is behind us for a very good reason. And your present is now and your future, well, it can be so bright, but we have to make peace and come to terms with the past and hopefully learn as much as we can from it. But don't hold ourselves to it, okay? Let's not be in bondage to a past, but let's claim our future. You've got one life and make it phenomenal. Well, you are listening to Let's Talk America Radio in mere seconds. I am excited to put the spotlight on something that we haven't really talked about a lot before. We're talking about vaccinations and immunizations. Is it necessary in 2017? We're going to talk about the reason why so many medical professionals continue to beg their patients to get vaccinated, okay? We're going to do fair reporting here. We asked a real question to our medical expert who joins us in seconds. Stay with us. It is time. We're putting the spotlight on the topic that matters, your health. I'm so far from you. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer, Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending issues you need and want to know more about and what matters more than your health and also the health of the kids in your life, your own kids, your grandkids, your nieces and nephews. And I don't need to tell anyone that school is back in session for a lot of the United States. If your kids are not back in school, of course, they'll be back in mere weeks. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means they need to get prepared for school academically, socially, and also physically. Are they up to date on their vaccines? Immunization, right? Uh, Going to the pediatrician or to the doctor is not something we should do only when they're sick, but to maintain their health. And I'm honored right now to focus on vaccines and immunization uh, with the one and only Dr. Joyce Nestrick. She is the new president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners. Joyce, uh, your organization has partnered with this program before. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me today. Oh, very excited and honored to have you on. Now, we're talking about a topic some parents kind of fly away from, like, yeah, I'm not really sure if they're really up to their vaccines or immunization sheet. It seems like when they are younger, going to pre-K or daycare, they seem to be more focused because uh, some of the daycares request a copy. As they get older, sometimes if they're already in elementary or middle school or something, I'm not sure it's, it's put a whole lot of focus on as far as being required to turn in forms. How important is it for guardians? to understand that our kids need to be protected from the different illnesses and diseases out there? Well, it's very important to prevent diseases, and nurse practitioners are all about primary care preventing diseases, so we don't want to uh, see someone suffer for a, from a disease they don't have to. And I, okay. I think it's because uh, we don't really see these diseases much anymore because people have been immunized that they forget about the uh, serious side effects of these diseases. As someone who myself has had chicken pox, measles, rubella, mumps, and probably other, oh, wow. <laughs> other things that are preventable now, um, I wouldn't want anyone to go through 
um, you know, the suffering I had as a child or uh, some people that I know that lost hearing or lost their sight oh my. Uh, from some of these diseases or scarred faces from chickenpox scars, those sort of things. Yes. So I think um, that, the, that the risk, um, uh, the benefit of getting yourself immunized, okay. your children immunized, is definitely um, supersedes the risks. Truth, I think you are right when you say we don't tend to see uh, the mumps or the measles or even chicken pops as much as we are perhaps did in previous decades. Uh, I think of uh, polio that plagued the United States um, decades ago when uh, it had people in fear. I mean, I have parents and, and grandparents that talked about and how people were afraid, but I think when it tends to be uh, less reported or that we see it, you're right, that I think the human brain says, well, out of sight, out of mind. But, I mean, just to bring it up, I know in California a few months ago uh, there were some outbreaks of some diseases that we thought were eradicated to pop back up, right? Absolutely. There was a, a, a measles outbreak in Disney. Uh, there's been some in school districts. Yes. Um, there's been, you know, a rise in whooping cough oh, uh, that's caused, you know, infant, uh, infant mortality. Oh, no. So I, I think that, you know, when we're not immunized and we're not immunizing, uh, your children are, you know, at risk if they're not immunized and so you don't know who's in the school or in the church or wherever you are on the playground that's not immunized Uh, so you might uh, be putting your child at risk and not even know it Uh, so it's best to get them vaccinated if they're behind on their vaccines there are catch-up schedules I think you know as you mentioned between the early years uh, we're usually pretty good about getting the child vaccinated but um, whenever we start to, to get, you know, past that fourth grade, we kind of forget that they might need a booster here or there. They might need their um, flu shot uh, annually. And okay. uh, for, for students entering the seventh grade, many states now require they have the vaccine for meningitis. I see. Wow, which is a I, – I have uh, known someone who unfortunately hit their family. That's, that can be a very devastating disease. Now, uh, I have to ask this. Is there a difference between vaccination and immunization? And if so, what is it? Because I know you're a medical expert, but uh, most of us aren't. So the vaccine is the substance itself that we're injecting okay. into your body. That's a vaccine. Yes. Once the body – gets the vaccine and starts to respond to it and creates that immune response, then we call it an immunization because we start to be immune uh, to that disease because of the vaccine. So we often use those interchangeably, uh, but that's really the subtle differences between the two. I see. So that is important to know. When you talk about our kids going back to school, in many parts of the United States, they're already back. Um, I have heard often uh, the uh, medical provider will say, well, is there any concern to think the child's not feeling well today before they give uh, him the vaccination? Why is that a question that they ask? Because I've heard parents say, well, what's the big deal? He has a cold. Uh, He's getting over strep throat. They could have given him the vaccine because sometimes they view it as an inconvenience to return later. Yeah, so I think when you have a children, I know myself, I want to get a one-stop shop, you know, if I can. Um, <laughs> yes. And certainly children with mild illnesses um, can be vaccinated. Okay. Uh, you know, if a, a, a cold, a low-grade fever, 
Um, so you can ask your nurse practitioner or provider. They okay. can let you know if they have something that, that they shouldn't get the vaccine. But for mild illnesses, there's no reason why they couldn't get that vaccine when they're in for their visit. I have to ask this, being a mom myself, uh, a lot of kids, and I'm going to say this ranging from the age of four, and I don't care if they're 17, Joyce, uh, when it comes to shots, some of the toughest kids who play tough sports cringe and say, I don't have to do it. They make up every reason in the book not to go to the doctor or or nurse practitioner knowing that they're going to get that shot. Anything to make it easier. So for small children, I tell the parents to bring a teddy bear, blanket, a toy, something that's Goodbye. very comforting to the child. Also, um, I tell uh, parents, particularly with young children who are very literal, uh, not to call it a shot. You know, you're going to go get a shot uh, okay. because they might think they're going to get shot. Uh, so I suggest that they say you're going to get an immunization or an injection. Um, also be frank, you know, with, with whatever age of the child you know, that it's going to sting, it'll hurt like a bee, it might be a little bit red after, um, and for um, a child at any age to try to distract them, uh, you know, for an older child to talk with them, kind of have them maybe focus on a picture on the wall or something like that or, okay. you know, something, ask them how they're doing in school, you know, to distract them while, you're, while the injection's being given. And oftentimes they'll relax and, and um you know, they won't eat. Sometimes the older ones will say I didn't even feel it. Okay. Which, of course, we want them to uh, want feel that way because, uh, after all, Joyce, I know you would agree, having shots is a part of life, right? I mean, it's something I know many people don't get excited about it, but it's sort of like getting that checkup and getting blood drawn. It's something you have to do to be responsible about your health. Am I right? Right. It, again, uh, prevention is really the key to do it, and that is so important. Uh, For a question of a mom or dad or a grandparent or guardian out there, if the kids have had some shots, right, they're like, well, I know they had some, but you know, a lot of guardians, when they're not medical providers like you, they're not really keeping up with what they have. How can we find out which ones our kids already had? So you want to check um, with their their provider to see if they have it on record. Uh, there should be something listed um, that they could print out for you. It, say if you get a child and, and uh, you're taking care of a child and you don't know yes. if they've had it. I've had uh, uh, foster parents, for example, Absolutely. before that, that don't know if the child had any shots at all. Then we could start the series again, but hopefully we could find some record on the child. Okay. Um, and, um, the, and you bring that, and then we have catch-up schedules so we can figure out where they are and how we need, what we need to do to catch them up on their vaccines. Okay. So if they're not caught up, don't worry. We can, uh, we can get them where they need to be. Yes, and for uh, families that have moved or, as you say, maybe someone else has a child, foster or adoption, uh, for the parent to, even if we're moving from state to state or even if we left that provider going to another, if we could get those records, right, would that be important to keep? Yes, you want to get your records and keep them. Sometimes you might have, like, a yellow card that the office may have from the CDC and they write those. But now I think with the electronic medical record, a lot of times they'll just print out a sheet and another thing you could do that I've done is if I found out that the child was in daycare or okay. in a Head Start program or something like that, I find out where they, in my office, I find out where they are, yes. where they were. And sometimes I'm able to get those records, uh, you know, from that agency. 
yeah. um, if I can't get them anywhere else. It's, you know, there's there's different ways you could try to, to to get that information. So usually if they've been in a daycare or if they've been in a program like Head Start or kindergarten somewhere, okay. they, they, the school district would have that record. And wow. so you could kind of get that to start with too. So I think people don't always think about that in terms of when you when you get a, a, a foster child or a, you know, grandchild in. Um, so that that is a source that you could also use. I've done that before myself in my office. Listeners of Let's Talk America Radio, you are tuned in. We're putting the spotlight on vaccinations, immunizations, uh, with the president of the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, Dr. Joyce Nestrick. She's on with us, breaking down, providing some excellent information for all of us to keep in mind. Now, Joyce, we put the spotlight on kids, right, our, our own biological children or children we love and care for, uh, and grandkids. However, it's time to put the spotlight on adults, right? I think sometimes I have great friends. Uh, they love their kids. They put a lot of energy into keeping their kids up to date uh, with all the vaccines and all the academics. Uh, but when it comes to themselves, as adults, they'll say, oh, no, I don't take that shot. No, I don't do that. Uh, no, but I'm making sure my kid stays healthy. How important is it to continue that transfer of being adamant about our kids' health to ourselves as grown-ups? So adults need vaccines, too. Okay. We really want to prevent uh, the flu. We're having extreme complications of flu. We've seen a lot of deaths. Uh, last year from flu, oh even in younger ages. So you want to get that annual annual flu shot. You want to get your tetanus vaccine every 10 years, uh, and you may need a booster if you're injured uh, in the meantime. Okay. Uh, the other thing is for particularly for uh, grandparents, make sure you're, you have a recent uh, pertussis or whooping cough vaccine because you don't want to handle, handle those new infants and young children without um, – being protected, and uh, also um, if you're over 60, you may want to get a uh, pneumonia vaccine as well as a uh, shingles vaccine. Oh, wow. So there are things we need to be keeping track of as well. And, and I'm going to say this. I know you're the nurse practitioner. I'm not. But I would imagine we have to take care of our kids, right? But uh, one part of that is allowing that everybody in the family is healthy, right, Joyce, so we can ensure that we're around as long as possible to love on our grandkids or nieces or nephews or children, right? Absolutely. You have to keep yourself healthy in order to uh, keep everyone else healthy in the family. And I know uh, that oftentimes women in particular are really uh, spending so much time taking care of everybody else, they don't think about themselves. But, you know, uh, when it comes to preventing diseases and preventing the spread of those diseases, um, this is a really a time to think about yourself and get, keep yourself updated on your um, vaccines. Uh, it's the first time this season we've spoke of the word, the flu, influenza. You did brought it up. You said that uh, we need to be getting vaccinated against it. Uh, when exactly should we be looking to get that shot for the flu? Because I've heard so many things. Some of that is urban myth I know of saying, well, you don't get it to November or December. How late is too late? So um, I would say the, the flu vaccine is out many places now. You could go ahead and get it now so that you can build up the immunization toward it, uh, depending on how long the flu season actually lasts. Um, I've, had, I've given it to people in January because they were predicting it, you know, to last on into the spring. So I would say it depends on how... Uh, how, how late would depend on how long the flu season is lasting, how early 
um, I think you can get out there right now and get it and get the immunization built up into your system. Okay, so great advice. It's never too early. And for additional questions, we should certainly speak uh, to our medical providers. I want to focus on nurse practitioners, but I have to ask this first. Being a reporter, uh, fair reporting here, uh, we're putting the spotlight on vaccinations and immunization, uh, which uh, every nurse practitioner I know and uh, pediatricians will often say is very important. You know there is growing discussion out on social media and also in the world and some uh, of your colleagues. Um, Some individuals are bringing up some things of what can be side effects of vaccines. And you, you've heard the arguments that I have. Uh, one link has been autism. There have been some other things. I've heard even adults saying they're protesting vaccines. Uh, what's your professional uh, opinion on that? And, and emphasize, again, how important it is to keep our bodies safe. So we have not really seen any scientific evidence um, or links between any of the ingredients in immunizations and autism or other diseases. And certainly, as I said before, as someone has experienced these diseases, I think that the um, benefit really heavily outweighs the possible risk of, um, you know, of... um, any kind of side effect. You know, general side effects are redness at the site, mouth fever, yes. um, you know, and, and the, the provider will talk to the parent or guardian about that before the immunization is given. Those are common side effects. But I, but, um, I really think that it's best to, to get your child um, to get your child immunized. I really don't see any evidence um, for some of these, um, some of this information that's going out. And Joyce, last question, of course, a, a great question. Nurse practitioners, their role, uh, I, I know some of my favorite providers are nurse practitioners. Uh, when it comes to the vaccination immunizations, what are your role, uh, the nurse practitioners' role with that, and uh, where do you see your profession in 10 years? So nurse practitioners is a growing profession, so in 10 years I think that uh, we will be growing. 85% of us uh, see patients in the primary care setting, which means that chances are pretty uh, good that you will be seeing a nurse practitioner either um, in a pediatric or a clinic or a private office setting. Um, Oftentimes the nurse practitioner is doing the wild child visit and screening. And, um, you know, we really partner with our patients. And so we want uh, to prevent disease, and that's why immunizations are important for us. And you can find a nurse practitioner at npfinder.com. Well, and you all are uh, literally, and I'm, I'm going to say this, uh, having worked in the medical field pr- prior to this industry, you all literally work in uh, almost every facet of the medical community, right? Yes, we have, um, you know, we have uh, pediatric nurse practitioners, women yeah. health nurse practitioners, um, uh, mental health uh, nurse practitioners, family nurse practitioners, yeah. adults. Gero nurse practitioners. So, and then within those those populations of nurse practitioners, we have ones uh, nurse practitioners who work in primary care, which is about eighty five percent, and then a percentage that also work in acute care settings. Wow. So we are uh, so hospitals, um, you know, and, and long term care and those types of facilities. So we are really fulfilling a need and the gap in our. Yes country and trying to uh, ensure that our patients and all patients have access to uh, high-quality, cost-effective care that nurse practitioners provide. 
Wow, amazing work. You all are doing a uh, phenomenal job, certainly. For someone listening in right now, they're 18 years old, they're 19, planning for college, already in college. Uh, the path to become a nurse practitioner, I'm not sure so many people always know about that path. Will you briefly explain it? Sure. So um, first you would go to school to be a registered nurse. There's several different entries into registered nursing. Okay. So you can have an associate's degree or a baccalaureate degree, but you would need to have a baccalaureate degree to get into a master's or a doctoral program to become a nurse practitioner. So first you would have a bachelor's degree as a nurse and a license as a registered nurse. And then we all, it's not always necessary, but we do like uh, our master's or doctoral students to have some experience as a registered nurse before they come into our programs. And then uh, we spend a lot of time with clinical and didactic experience in either the master's or the doctor of nursing practice are the two options to go into advanced practice nursing. And I just want to say that um, to young people listening, if you're thinking about a career or you're not sure what you want to do, explore nursing. I think it's a great opportunity. Absolutely. And we have a lot of room for advancement in different areas. If you're not interested in advanced practice nursing, uh, nurse practitioner, nurse midwife, nurse anesthetist, uh, clinical nurse specialists are those areas. But there's also informatics, management, administration. I mean, there's many, many opportunities in nursing. I love it. Some of my favorite people are nurses, uh, very near and dear to my heart. Um, excellent conversation tonight on Let's Talk America Radio. I know you said it before, but one last time, for them to jot it down mentally or write it or onto their smartphone device, where can our national and international listeners go for additional information on your organization? So for on, on my organization, American Association of Nurse Practitioners, you can go to aanp.org. I love that. Thank you for joining us here. Congratulations on your new position. And Let's Talk America Radio looks forward to partnering with you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Stay tuned in. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on the issues that concern you and what matters more than your health. And summer break is here, and parents of teens and young adults need to think about vaccination against several diseases. And right now, I'm so excited to have on uh, individuals that know a lot about that. Dr. Richard Chong, he's Director of Adolescent Medicine at Duke University, and Patty Wilkertrix, and she's Founder and Executive Director of the Kimberly Coffee Foundation. Welcome, both of you to the program. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Uh, Excited to have you on. Uh, Dr. Chung, their parents listening in right now, they're saying, okay, here's one more thing for me to be concerned about when it comes to my uh, young adult. Um, But what should we be focused on this summer? Sure. So uh, we're here to talk about something called meningococcal disease. Now, this is an invasive bacterial infection that can affect the lining around the brain and spinal cord and cause bloodstream infection as well. Uh, In absolute terms, it's an uncommon infection, uh, but when it happens, it can progress rapidly and cause really severe consequences. Uh, The good news, though, is that uh, we're here to talk about a way to prevent it altogether. Uh, There are five key types of the bacteria that we as physicians think about, Um, and the fifth type, actually, we didn't have an immunization 
immunization against until quite recently. And so uh, there's immunizations now available for all five key types. And so, you know, our recommendation is for families to kind of be aware that this exists, to get educated, and ultimately to have a good conversation with your child's doctor uh, about uh, options that are available for immunization. I have to ask this, what are the symptoms of this so parents can be aware? Sure. So uh, early symptoms are quite tricky. So they're very common symptoms like fever, headache, nausea, and vomiting. And so, you know, these symptoms, rightfully so, are most often attributed to flu and the common cold even and those sorts of things. But when it is this bacteria causing those symptoms, those symptoms will progress quite rapidly, even within a day, to very severe outcomes and even death. And so, you know, I think it's good for parents to be aware that this is out there and that sometimes these types of symptoms can signify that rare uh, kind of needle on a haystack type of infection, but you know it's it's really a hard position to put a parent in to to be on the lookout for something like this, and so that's why we're talking about immunization, which is really a way to to take this off the table altogether. You know, so you're not left wondering about the next fever that your teen or young adult gets. Absolutely, and really quick, how does this spread from child to child? So the bacteria that can cause this uh, invasive infection is actually transmitted from one person to another through secretions and saliva. Um, it's transmitted through very common behaviors like kissing, uh, sharing utensils and cups, uh, living in close quarters uh, with each other. Uh, and so there are practical measures to try to you know, reduce infection of all types, like washing your hands and those sorts of things. Uh, but really immunization is, is the mainstay of thinking about preventing this um, uh, particular infection. Thank you so much. Patty, why did you create the Kimberly Coffee uh, Foundation? I created the Kimberly Coffee Foundation in memory and honor of my daughter, Kimberly Coffee, who was a 17-year-old okay. high school senior. In 2012, she came home from high school one afternoon with flu-like symptoms. She had a body ache. She, she had body aches. She had a temperature of 101. Progressively got worse. So the next morning, I took her to the emergency room, and the doctor told me she suspected Kimberly had meningitis B. Okay. I was completely shocked because, as a mom and a nurse, I was vigilant in vaccinating my children, including okay. with the meningitis vaccine. So I was very surprised. I was under the common misconception that the meningitis vaccine that my daughter received fully protected her against the disease, but in fact, it actually didn't. We did not wow. have meningitis B vaccines available in 2012, but we do as of 2014. And unfortunately, my daughter passed away nine days later, and I formed the Kimberly Coffee Foundation in my efforts so that no other family or child has to go through this. And currently, the Kimberly Coffee Foundation has teamed up with Pfizer to educate parents on the need to vaccinate against meningitis B. Beautiful story, and thank you for your inspiration. Patty, before you leave us, what should parents of teens and young adults ask their child's uh, pediatrician or physician about ways to do it? Because obviously I know I think a lot of us may just assume these things are being done. You know, they're busy lives. Um, I know if they're like anyone in my community, we tend to say, well, the doctor's going to ensure these things. But what should we be doing? The most important thing to remember is that a parent should have a conversation with their child's health care provider and find out about meningitis B vaccine. Please do not assume that your child is fully protected against meningitis because they've received a meningitis vaccine. So specifically say to your health care provider, has my child received a separate and additional meningitis B vaccine? Thank you so much. So well stated. Dr. Chung, I will end with you. Um, where can we go, parents and guardians or grandparents alike that are concerned about their child's health, where can they go for more information? 
Sure. You know, I think meeting that concern with information, you know, learning about it is really the best way to, to go. And we do have a website, um, uh, meetmeningitis.com, M-E-E-T, meningitis.com, that has all sorts of uh, strong scientifically grounded information about this. And then the next step beyond that would be to bring that information and your questions to your doctor and, and as Patty mentioned, have that uh, good conversation. Uh, the other site that I'd like to point people to is uh, the KimberlyCoffeeFoundation.org, uh, KimberlyCoffeeFoundation.org, which is uh, the site uh, for Patty's organization with all sorts of other information as well. Great information. Thank you, Dr. Chong, and thank you, Patty, for sharing. Sure. Thank you. This is award-winning medical correspondent, Dr. Bob Arnott, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending issues you care about. And I don't need to tell anyone that the summer break is winding down. That's right. It's time for back to school. How do we get it started? How do we save money? We have to have a plan. I'm so excited to have someone on that knows a thing or two about it. The one and only Kia Malone. Kia, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to have you on. Let's get right to it. There's a mom sitting right now in San Diego saying, I'm dreading this. Where do I start? <laughs> I'm sure, but never, never fear. As long as you have a plan in place for the entire family, you will survive the, the impending school year. Um, and, and that's how you have to start it out. Sit down with everyone, work out the schedule, get a big calendar so everyone can see it, have a place to post it so everyone can see it, you know, in the kitchen or in the family room. And that way you know exactly where everyone needs to be. If someone has practice every Tuesday and Thursday after school or someone has practice Mondays and Wednesdays, that way you know, you know, where the kids are and where they need to be. I see. So we're executing with a plan. Now we also have to have those school supplies on board. Where do we get started? Well, let me tell you, I have three amazing tips for all of the kids in your family. For the elementary and first-time students, what you want to do is get them on their bedtime schedule now, or at least two weeks before school starts. You know how hard it is to get back into that routine. So you want to make sure you get them on track, ready to go, so they won't be surprised when you come wake them up on the first day of school early, right? Uh, for junior high and high school students, have a, a backpack survival kit. I have one that has some snacks in it, extra deodorant, toothpaste, toothbrushes, an extra cell phone charger. They can throw that in their backpack, and that way they are totally prepared for the entire day. And the snacks are really convenient because, you know, they eat lunch at 11, 12 o'clock. By the time they get out of their after-school functions, it's 4 or 5 o'clock, they're starving. So make sure you have something like that for them. For college students, you want to make sure you check online. Look at some online bookstores or maybe eBay for used textbooks. You can save a ton of money by buying used textbooks. And if you are a coffee lover, check out this Keurig K-Compact coffee maker. It is eight inches wide. It has the slimmest removable reservoir brewer. It can brew six, eight, or ten ounce cups of coffee or tea or whatever you love in under one minute with just one touch of a button. The K Compact Brewer is found exclusively at Walmart or walmart.com for $59. Uh, I mean, that's a great price. You can't beat that, so that brings in the budget concept. I have to ask this, when it comes to the M word of motivation, yeah, you know, maybe the elementary kids are excited, but by the time they're in the middle school, some of that thunder has died down. <laughs> How as guardians and parents do we keep them motivated about something so important as academics? Well, I'll tell you, I, I motivate mine with money. Honey, money talks. <laughs> I say, hey, listen, you'll get five bucks for every single A you get on your report card. And let me tell you how smart they magically become. Uh, no, money is a good one. Or you can also say, okay, if you get 
whatever it is you want them to, uh, whatever your goals may be, um, you can say, we'll go to you know, this vacation or, or go check out this place for spring break. Give them something to look forward to and that way they'll keep working towards that goal, whether it be money or a nice fun vacation spot. You can look at homeaway.com or vrbo.com for some great uh, vacation places. Or if you're taking your college student to school and you're helping them move in, it's a great place to consider for those days leading up to and right after you move in with your student. And then that way you can stretch out, the whole family can go, even the family pet. So check out homeaway.com or vrbo.com. Wow, and no reason, like you're saying, not to look into spring break or maybe even next summer breaks, right? A vacation or getaway. Absolutely, and then you got to start saving your money because you know once you promise it, they'll remind you. So you got to make sure you fulfill your end of the bargain, right? <laughs> they miraculously remember that. Yes. Joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio, Kia. All right, thank you. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending topics you want to know more about. And, hey, I don't need to tell any of us that the kids will be boarding the bus and heading back to school and college very, very soon. Now, how do we do all of this and keep our minds sane? Well, that's the question. I'm so excited right now to welcome to the program Real Housewife and Mom, Heather Thompson. Many of you know her from the screen. Hey, Heather, welcome to the program. Hey, Sheena. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you on. Of course, many know you from being on television and a celebrated fashion designer. Of course, a former cast member of the successful Real Housewives of New York franchise. But today we're talking about something different. I have to know this. What is your back-to-school shopping cheat sheet? Because so many moms, dads, and guardians desperately need it. They really do. And you know what, Sheena, back to school doesn't have to be a bummer. You know, we got to just get out in front of it. We can still enjoy the last sips of summer while clicking our brains ahead to what we need for back to school and just stacking the odds in our favor a little bit. So my cheat sheet starts with get into the closets. You can do it with a glass of rosé if you want to, but what fits? What doesn't fit? What do I need to buy new? And start to make a checklist. So when you're about town, you can start to pick up those school supplies and those, those needs for back to school. Wow, so that's important. So you're right. We don't have to stress about it. Have a cheat sheet. We can be like the experts like you. Now, I have to ask you this specifically. What are some must-have wardrobe staples for the first week of school? Because that's something I'm sure on parents' minds right now. Absolutely. So aside from, you know, your school supplies and your notebooks, and if you do get out ahead of it, you know, you always get the best selection, right? And I find that back to school is memory building for your kids. Like, make it fun. Get them excited about it. One of the things that you always have to do is look at, again, the clothes and what fits and what doesn't. And you, we all know that denim is a wardrobe essential, right? Absolutely. So, and, and it's a great back-to-school staple. So I found this website, crazy8.com. It has the most amazing jeans for kids, right? From six months to 14 years, they have all the latest and greatest washes, and it's a really nice quality product, but it's at affordable prices. So you can get into denim. You can get into, you know, restocking what they've grown out of or what they've ripped through the knees on, and you can go to crazy8.com backslash denim, and you're going to see an array of trend-right denim in a million different washes and really, really affordable prices, but they do not lack quality. They really are a great product. 
I love that. Now, what are some essentials for the dorm room? Ah, that's a good one. The college kids. Well, college equals coffee, you know, right, Shana? We know that. It's when I started drinking it. And Keurig is the king of coffee, and they've come up with what I think is a great dorm room essential. It's the Keurig K Compact Brewer. So you can find space with Keurig and their newest brewer Perfect for a small dorm room, but you give up nothing. It still has a 36-ounce water reservoir, and it makes a regular-sized cup of coffee. You know, Keurig, pop of the button in under a minute. It has a removable drip tray, too, so you can put a travel mug there. So go to Walmart.com. They have an exclusive. Wow. So any lasting tips very quickly before you leave us, Heather, for those parents right now fidgeting, saying on top of everything getting ready, I want the kids to at least have a good year academically and keep it exciting. Yeah, just don't make it a bummer. Get out ahead of it and start now. I'm sure that can be starting ahead. I know you mentioned this before, but maybe we can get some best pricing as well. Oh, well, the pricing, of course, is, you know, it's like $59 for the Keurig and Crazy Gate. You can't believe they call it eight because they're about $8 a pair. I love it. Where can our go for more information? You can go to crazy8.com backslash denim or walmart.com for Keurig. Thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. My pleasure. I'm LaAngela from the Atlanta metro area, and I listen to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. My name is Shana. I'm four years old, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Well, everyone, that's a wrap for tonight's episode of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show. But you got to stay with us next week, same time, same place, Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We continue to offer news, talk, and music. Speaking of music, tonight's selection comes from the one and only Gregory D. out of Michigan. Enjoy this track. You're going to love it and rock to it. Well, everyone, if you need to get in contact with us, be sure to send us a message at admin at ltaradio.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at ltaradio.com or simply visit our website for more information. That website, again, is ltaradio.com. That's ltaradio.com. Remember to use the hashtag while you're out on social media, hashtag LTA. Radio, all caps or lowercase, it doesn't matter. We keep you informed the right way. Thanks for joining us, and remember to tell a friend. Let's Talk America Radio is an entity of Badgett and Thomas Enterprises, LLC, all content original, copyright 2017. It seems like I'm losing I'll still win I'll still win Yeah To the battle I must pray Him right now Cause even though It seems like I'm losing But I'll still win Yeah.